I'm Chris. And I'm Haley Joe. And, and this, this is, is our 20, 20 Minutes, minutes to talk. talk. It was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. Yeah. Thank you for doing everything for Natalia's birthday. Welcome. It was, it was beautiful. It was really great. And she, she was so happy. <laughs> um, She's eight. Woo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It hurts, um, but it's such a good hurt, you know? Yes. Yeah, it finally hit me last night. I know. I you're crying in bed. Crying. Yes. It, yeah, it finally hit me. Um, you but know, it's a and, blessing. We get to watch our kids grow up. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say there's something I wanted to talk to you about. It was, uh, there was still, there was some other really great things that came out of the weekend. Mm -hmm. Did you see how your mom like opened up and talked and seemed like she, she actually moved a step further mm -hmm. in this whole process of your, your grandmother dying and the family turmoil? Did you see? I did. It was great because you have a beautiful gift of being able to listen to people. Um, without getting angry um, for them or at somebody else. Um, and mom needed that. Mom needed to be able to let go and say what she wanted to say about certain things without feeling like she was going to be judged. It was completely a non-judgmental conversation and she could really just say things that normally she wouldn't say, not even in front of my sister and I, because she knows that we get defensive for her. She does know that you can see it. Yeah, yeah, she knows. And as much as we try and like, Hey mom, we're here. Like we're here for you. If you need to cry or you need to scream at somebody, you know, like you can say, Hey, I'm just having a bad day. I need to talk about what's taken place in the last year after, you know, mama's passing. Um, and that you have, you have a gift she uh and thank you for that because she needed that yeah no yeah she, she you're welcome she she told me thank you later too and um you're right watching like the three of us sitting there and then the day before too with me you your mom and your sister mm -hmm. <clears throat> with us sitting there you could see there was some stuff she didn't want to completely open up about because she knows it bothers y'all mm -hmm. and um so I can see that. I, I could see that happening. And, you know, I've known your mom for 20 years and I've never had a discussion like that with her. Like we've never had that type of conversation. It was really good. But we've also never had a need to have a conversation. I mean, let's face it, out of the 20 plus years you and I have been together, we haven't had really dark times. This is the first real true like dark period that my fan, like my, my side of the family has faced, um, you know, with Papa passing two years ago and then Mama passing almost a year ago, it just, it has brought out sides of people that you never thought were possible. Yeah. Um, you see things in people and you hear them say things and it, it really makes you sick. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't process that. Well, like some people can internalize it. I don't, I can't internalize it. When I see somebody treating my mom a certain way after she just gave up, like she literally gave up two years of her life to take care of her mom and make sure she was okay, which we're supposed to do that, right? Like they took care of us for however many years. Yeah. I mean, look, we're 35 and, and our parents still take care of us in way, certain ways, you know, right? 
And to see my mom do that completely unselfishly, make sure that my grandma was taken care of so well, even those last five days that were super hard. I'd never seen my mom in that kind of state ever. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think maybe that's why I'm so angry too. And I can't, when she needs to talk as terrible as it sounds, like I cannot separate myself from the anger that I feel. Yeah, like like you because of how you treated my mom and what I saw. Um, you are very good at letting my mom say what she needs to say. And I am like, no, mom, this is how they were. You know, you have every right to feel this way. As you are just like, okay, you know, Mitzi, just talk to me, and you just sit there quiet and you just listen to her. And you know, you say little pieces here and there to like reaffirm or to say, hey, maybe this is how not how the other person was trying to come across but this is how it came across because everybody was at a grief in grief at that moment you know um yeah you live i see what you mean like you live there with your mom like you live in that state of all the pain associated with she left her house for two years that's what i mean she, I mean, but I'm she saying you live there with yeah. her every time someone brings it up you live in that state with her and you relive it every time yeah somebody says something that sets you off. And... Yeah. And you know, I think that my mom made a really good point and I, ne- I didn't even look at it that way. I just know that I couldn't, it was really hard for me to go to the house because mm-hmm. my grandfather wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and my mom did push me and make sure made me go and like, Hey, you got to come because mom all still here. Right. My mom made a really valid point in saying, most people couldn't even come step inside the house because he was no longer there. I had to live there and I had to share that grief with my mom that mm-hmm. was married to this man for 60 years. So as I was grieving my father living in the home, your grandfather. Yeah. My mom was grieving her father. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm talking from my mom's perspective. Like my mom was grieving her father, right? She was watching her mother grieve her spouse while taking care of her sick mom Mm -hmm. and giving up all of her independence. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's two other siblings that did, did not do that. And we're saying, well, it was, it's too hard for me to come there. Well, I'm living here. I'm walking into her mom's bedroom and he's not there either. His bed is empty. His night stand is the same as it was when we had to leave him and take him to the hospital. Two years ago. So I build on that anger. Oh, no. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. my mom builds on even more. I become defensive for my mom. Mm-hmm. And so when she talks to us about it, I think I I bring out her anger more than I help, like, pacify anything. Well, um what I saw when we were talking about it, speaking about that, like how it affects you and how your mom knows that it affects you Mm -hmm. when you talk about it. So she doesn't share as much as she might need to. Um, When we were talking this weekend, I saw she would be getting further into like the conversation and and she was feeling like um, she was making some headway, like, okay, I'm finally getting to let some of this stuff go. And I'm, getting like some perspective that I hadn't considered before. And it's, it's giving me new questions to ask right now. 
and we're, you know, talking about all those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And then I saw it when she would say something, for example, she could say, well, when this person did that, right, as soon as you saw that your mom in that moment, as soon as you saw that something bothered her, man, I saw you would jump right in. Well, yeah, you're right, mom. That's what I saw. And that they should be doing that. And that's when I was like, um, hold on, Haley. Like we're, we're going backwards. Like we're going backwards. Let her keep, let her keep going, you know? And I know it's coming from a good place. I, I've always known that. Um, I'm so glad that you were able to be like, okay. And like pull back and let her keep going. I wouldn't have been able to do that though. Had you not like said something to me because mom and I, I mean, mom and I work together. I see her every day, you know, me, Nicole, and mom every day. And we've had these conversations where mom gets heated and, you know, angry about something that's happened or something that's happening. And, you know, I'm like, ah. and I try to see reason and say, you know, hey, you got to remember, maybe you did this or maybe, you know, maybe you said that or, but most of the time I can't. You can't. Like you're I can't. Too, like you're living in that moment again in your head and you're too fired up. You're too into it yeah yeah well two it's my mom like you're messing with my mom mm -hmm. you know one of the the things i heard your mom say was that really hit me was talking about her purpose you know because her mom mm -hmm. had now passed on after she had taken care of her for a long time and to see her like brighten up and smile after we talked was really really cool because she was talking about, I don't know, you know, what's my purpose and what do right. I do? Like you said, she's a, what'd you say, caregiver? Yes, through and through. I don't think anyone, since your, your grandmother passed away, I don't think anyone laid out for her how, look, all of that nurturing and love and care you were giving your mom in her her last year and a half of, of living and, and in those emergency situations, all of that stuff. Now you get to be the same caretaker for your grandchildren and for your children, but it's not an emergency this time. It's not somebody's going into their death. It's somebody going into their life. Right. You know, and I don't think anybody had offered that kind of perspective, man, because she like, she brightened up again. Like she mm -hmm. smiled and she talked about the things she wanted to do. Like she said, yeah, I've, I've always wanted to go kayaking and I've always wanted to go to like visit this place. And I mean, it was just so much good came out of this weekend um, because people were willing, willing to share and willing to be vulnerable and all at the same time later in the weekend, willing to celebrate like, right. willing, you know, cause we had a birthday. Mm -hmm. um, no, I, it was, it was good. I think, I think that uh, the conversation was like a day or two before with your mom and you and your sister. I think that helped too. Yeah, and because she it kept really... making little um, like comments like, oh, that conversation was just so good. And it wasn't even like the conversation that was had at first wasn't even geared towards my mom. You and no. my sister were talking and, you know, my sister's, you know, struggling too with certain things and, you know, you being able to like break down certain things for her really helped her. And my mom was just like, that was so beautiful. And even my sister was saying that. And then, Mom had come over and you guys were just talking in the backyard while the fire was going. And you you had said to me, hey, I really think your mom needs to talk. Yeah, uh, we were all out back. Because you said that once I walked out, she stopped talking. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. We were all out back hanging out by the fire there. We were trying to get the fire pit going and she was happy and enjoying the kids and, and, you know, everybody's hanging out and having fun and running around. And you guys all went up front for, I think you were looking for more firewood or something. And, um, as soon as everybody had gone up front, I mean, I literally just saw the whole demeanor change. Like her, her shoulders dropped. She looked at the ground. She had a stick in her hand. She was kind of drawing in the grass and she was like, yeah, I don't know my siblings. I just, it's tough. And she just said that out of nowhere. And I was like, Oh man, she, she needs to talk, you know? And it was, that's when I felt like, Oh man. Uh, okay. But we really couldn't because as well, soon as you guys protecting had come the back, kids she, too, you know, she knows that, I mean, I can't foresee it anytime soon. Um, but she knows there will probably be a time again when we are around her siblings Oh, and she doesn't well, want the kids to have the negative thoughts that she's feeling and saying, you know, to you, she doesn't want them to overhear that. Okay. Again, mom's a caregiver. Mm -hmm. She's a protector. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and like she said, she always, she always wants to keep the peace. You know, but you know, sometimes she doesn't need to keep that peace. Right on. Sometimes yeah. people have to stand up and flip a table and say enough's enough. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm at for my mom. Yeah. I'm yeah. at, I've watched her my whole life, not say anything and keep things quiet. And then she, you know, she buried, she has that fuse that, you know, once it's lit, it's done. Yeah. You know, she loses her mind, you know, at, at certain moments, but it was very rare growing up. Mom just didn't do those kind of things. And for me, I see my mom was taken advantage of and is still being taken advantage of with everything. And well, what do you want for your mom? Like I want my mom to be happy. I want my mom to be able to live her life. I want my mom to, if she wants to go on an adventure or vacation, she can do it. And she doesn't have to worry about holding on to that, the darkness that she's holding on to. You know, I don't want my mom to go out on an, somewhere and not enjoy it because she is holding on to so, so much negativity. I don't want that for my mom. My mom has done a lot <clears throat> for a lot of people. And I mean, even me and my sister, she was a single mom. I want my mom to have the world because she gave us the world. No matter. I mean, we didn't have it easy, you know, but she made sure we were okay. That's what I want to do. If I can do that for my mom, that's what I want to do. You think, do you think that, she's finally starting to get closer to what that looks like for herself. Like she's finally starting to like, okay, change her mind about some things and some people and about where they're headed. You feel like she's finally, um, I think she's, she's like on the cusp of opening the door to start that process. I don't think she's there yet. Um, mom still is not processing everything. Mm -hmm. Well, you guys still have the funeral in what two more <laughs> yeah. March. That's what it couple well, months yeah. and that's what that's what i think too uh once you guys finally you know put your grandmother next to your grandfather and you have the funeral and everything mm -hmm. <clears throat> maybe that's something that has to happen because yeah i think that will help her with closure yeah yeah i just want mom to be i don't want my i feel like even before all of this right like even i know mom's always said no 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 
I've always been happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Even like growing up as a kid, I don't feel like she was really happy. And that's something I would like to see my mom be is truly happy. You know, and yes, you want your mom to be happy. Yeah. And I saw that because yeah, I've known her a long time. And I saw her be what I thought right through my eyes was happy and just carefree and just living purely in the moment for everything the moment had to offer. Right. I've seen that one time. And that one time was when we went, uh, was the last time we all went to Tennessee together. Mm -hmm. um and it was for your grandfather's funeral right uh so there was a few days we spent a few days there and remember that night we went to the bowling alley yeah um and she was around all of her family that she doesn't see but once in like every decade or something i don't know right. and man to see her bowling and then just hanging out with her family and then the grandkids and all of her cousins and just nieces and nephews that was not that she doesn't have nieces and nephews here and some family here, but it's like, whoa, I've never seen you live in it mm -hmm. like that. Is that what you mean? Because that's what I picture whenever you say yeah. you want to see her happy. I want to see her happy. Of course, I want to see her living in those moments, but it's the moments in between that there's not a bunch of people around and there's not like an event going on that I want to see her happy in. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many times that you know, I go over to her house and we're just sitting there talking. And even before the passing of both the parents, she just wasn't happy. Yes. Well, <clears throat> um, when she was talking about her purpose and stuff and talking about all the things she wants to do. And I thought it would be helpful to her because she's saying all these things that are very like tangible you can see them you can touch them you know you can experience them and um i was trying to communicate to her that hey man this is a whole new season of your life that you haven't gotten to live yet mm -hmm. you've always been like you're talking about it was a single mom first and then it was you know, taking care of her dad and then it was taking care of her mom mm -hmm. uh, now it's dealing with all this stuff and I felt like it would help her to put a word to all of that. Like, Hey, this is a whole new season. I get to live and I get to explore. And the cool thing is to me anyway, the coolest thing was all of it looks really, really joyful and happy and fulfilling because all of it has to do with the things that you love, your grandkids, your daughters, and, you know, working alongside your daughters and, um, you know, going to places you wanted to go, starting to do things you always wanted to do. Um, and if you're saying you want to see her happy in all the in-between moments, then we should probably make sure we're, we're really deliberate with, all right, well, how do we create some of those for her? Like, how do we support it? You know, we, we, we don't want her to just keep living in, like you said, that negativity right? in the in-between. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's not just us. Mom has to, mom has to truly be happy inside mm -hmm. you know that's yeah. not yeah you know we can create those those moments of joy right but mom has to be able to let go of stuff and has to move on and has to grow from all of that in order for that to come i don't know i definitely know she's not ready right now um she's too hurt but once mom can let go of that hurt that will start the process 
and that will be great. Yeah. Yeah. I would just like to see my mom somewhere I've never seen her before with it, you know, with her own happiness. Me too. Me too. And that's what I was trying to just gently get across to her is all that's on the other side of this stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, and you know, I, I was telling her, um, some of the things that I've noticed my, myself and in my life with, um, my family and stuff. And I think she appreciated, it. I think she got what I was saying when I was telling her about how some of the people in my life, I've disconnected myself from them because I noticed like when I really thought about it and was able to help myself with it, I realized, whoa, some of these people, they only have two kinds of people in their lives that they have relationships with. Is people they can they can control or people they can get something from and i don't want to be either one of those people mm -hmm. i don't want to be that person for you um and she seemed to really relate to that you know she she seemed to really be able to think back on everything that's happened throughout not just this past few years with your grandparents but throughout her whole life and her childhood um so I think that's what makes it more painful. It's because yeah. she she really believed her relationship with her siblings was different than what it has ever been. Mm -hmm. And this, I think that's why it, she is so hurt. Yes. Is because she's seeing something for the first time, which other, other outsiders could see like, hey. We could, yes. Like, wait, look at me. Yeah, we could. Like the little comments and, you know, siblings do that to each other. I mean, mm -hmm. me and my sister, we always are <laughs> saying something to each other. But mom just, she never saw it before. And then mm -hmm. when your eyes are open to that, the amount of pain that came from that mm -hmm. and is still coming from it. Because mm -hmm. now she's thinking of stuff, unfortunately, that happened when she was a child. Mm -hmm. And she's like, wait a minute. I thought you guys were just joking. Right. And then she's like, wait, you know, I mean. She's seeing that pattern. Like she used yeah. that word all by herself the other day. She's seeing that pattern of like, wait, you, you were, you treated me this way or you had these types of conversations with me. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Like all throughout my life, you've been that way. Yeah. I mean, she's dealt yeah. with a lot of crap. I mean, she was in a back brace for how many years because of her scoliosis. Mm-hmm yeah it was tough yeah it was it was tough but there was there was a lot of beauty that came from it and i'm i'm glad that happened and i'm glad you were able to do that for her because it's not something unfortunately that my sister or i can give her um because we're too i don't even know you're right there with her like you're yeah, in, you're in just, the we're in that moment in that we're in that grief in that yeah we're in that anger we're in all of that with her mm -hmm. you know and yeah as much as I wish that I was strong enough to disconnect from that, that emotion and go to the state that she needs me to be, I can't, yeah. I, I just can't. Not when it comes to, not when it comes to my mom in this situation, like a lot of times I can do that. Right. Mm -hmm. Not right now. Yeah. Well, it's all still going on too. So that makes it harder. You know? And my worry is, you know, in a couple months, we're all going to have to be next to each other what comes from that yeah what happens then 
because my sister and I both are ticking time bombs. If one thing is said, it's just, it's going to happen. And everybody is trying not to let it happen. That's why we disconnected the argument, the, the unsaid, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and mom is like, just don't say anything. We just won't be around. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll be where we need to be. But the little comments and the little whispers are what's going to do it for me. Yeah. And I can, you know, yeah, you're, you might be my aunt, you might be my uncle, you might be my cousin. That's my mom. Yeah. She yeah. will always come before any of that. Well, um, the other night when we were talking, she had said she felt like she would be able to, you know, at some point, at some point, be able to go, you know, because she's heartbroken and because of everything going on and she knows things are different now. She felt like, yeah, at some point I'll be able to do what you're talking about, Chris. Like, I don't have to say, oh, I'm not going to have anything to do with you guys anymore as much as. I could say and feel like, you know what, family members, I'm just, I can't live in that spot with you anymore. I can't live in all of this stuff and all of these negative mm-hmm. experiences with you. But that's not where my life is anymore. My life is over here now in the new season right. with my grandparents, I mean, my grandkids and my daughters and, you know, my, my son-in-laws and, and she said, yeah, I, she felt like she'd be able to do that sometime. I hope that you and your sister will be able to do that with her too. And I think you will. I will when I, I see my mom able to do it. Right. Because my fence is up because my mom's is up and my Mm -hmm. mom is hurt. So I am like, like I'm the soldier protecting the king at this moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So your sister is too. Yeah. Yeah, So you say whatever you want to say, but say it to me. You're not going to get to her. You've done enough to her. Mm-hmm. That's just how I look at it. I'm not. Look, hey, at least we're getting glimpses of it now. Like she's, yeah, she's wanting to be more involved with like there's, her sister's house light. and over here, right? And with the, with everybody's kids, and it's good, right? Yeah, no, it's 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 it's, it's great. It's just hard. I know. I, know. So, I gotta well, go. Yep, yeah, I gotta go too. I love All you. Right. Thank love you. you.